how many people deal with this problem of you're overwhelmed, like something good is happening, something that you wanted to happen is happening, but it's overwhelming. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people deal with it. It's like, for me, for example, mine is a lot to do with like money and stuff like that. So it's like, um, a year or two ago, Britt and I decided we wanted to manifest a house. We wanted to buy a house. We're like, we don't know how the fuck we're going to afford it because like where we are housing, like the housing market is fucking insane. And we don't make nearly enough for what the banks need you to make to like buy a house. Anyway, long story short, we found out a way we got a house that we would have never been able to afford otherwise. And now it is like, now you have these different problems of overwhelm. We're like, fuck, now we have all this shit. We need, we have new responsibilities. We have to pay property taxes. We have to um, deal with all these issues on our property. Like things are breaking down. We have to fix them. We have a fig tree that's going into the house. We got to cut it. It's like, there's all these different moving parts, but it's like, it, I saw this thing um, yesterday that was actually like, whatever you're trying to manifest or attract will actually bring the complete opposite into your life because that's how you're going to know when you're getting the thing that you want. So for example, if every single person looked like you, how would you know what you look like? Because it's all the same, right? So you need the, you need the opposites to find the thing. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. So anyway, let it out. Let's hear. Let's hear what's what's going on. <sighs> I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the last few episodes have been like a lot about me. It's just like a lot going on. Like, so this job opportunity like fell into my lap literally fell into my lap wasn't looking for it wasn't anything and it's like a pretty great opportunity for me to make that change that we were talking about with my current job um and it it is it's really great it's like you know a clinic receptionist role that could turn into like assistant manager role um but it's full time it's like 30 to 40 hours a week and I have a lot of feelings about it because I'm like, well, if I like now there's a second interview. So it's like, if I don't get it, then I'm kind of like, oh, like, what do I do? Because I already started envisioning my life, not at the store. And it felt really fucking good. I was like, yeah, like I just got excited. I didn't have to do certain things anymore. (laughs) Just like a slower pace. And like, I was really like pumped up. So now I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Like there's a second interview and then like, there, then there's like a job shadow. And then like, I got to find, and then I'll find out if it's like a good fit. So it's just like, that's like a lot, like that's kind of like weighing mm-hmm. on me because it's not like yes or no, like it's not right. a done deal. So it's just kind of in the air. It's not like I have anxiety about it. It's just like, I'm trying to balance my whole life. And I just, I like to make plans. Like I like to to know so that I can like schedule my life because I got a lot going on because I'm launching the pain program for July 1st and it's June 22nd 21st and so I got like a lot of work with that to do and then so I'm like how am I going to manage like if I do get this job that I really want that Mm -hmm. is like up leveling my life um and allowing more a bit more financial freedom for myself how am I going to manage that plus my personal life plus like all the work to launch the pain program was actually like doing the pain program. What am I gonna what am I gonna do it all? It's a lot. And I'm just freaking out. I am freaking out. Well yeah, it's like you manifested what you were wanting in a sense. <laughs> You're wanting to leave the store. <laughs> now you have a new opportunity. So yeah. First, I just want to say for anyone who hasn't seen the episode, go back. I think it's two episodes ago where we talk, where, where basically I'm like poking the shit out of you being like, oh, what's holding you back from leaving this door? I'm blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> basically like showing, showing people how like your, 
your beliefs create your limitations, like your, your beliefs, your judgments, your conclusions create limitations and, and really how we're, we're talking about like following your inner knowing and that kind of thing. So anyway, it's just pretty funny how, after just making you aware of some of those things, this new door just opened up. And yeah. And like, I didn't even seek it. So that's like the craziest part. A friend literally called me and was like, I know these people and like, they're looking for a person and like, you're like the right person. And you know how you were saying like with your job, like you have all of these like random skills that like make you just right. Yeah. This is like the same thing. It's a bunch of like random like skill sets, right. With like a background in holistic, like health. And like, I have it like, that's mm-hmm. me. And management and leadership and like, you know, like I have all the skills like for this particular job and it just like poop fell in my lap, and I'm and now I'm like, oh, not, what? Yeah, and had you not had the awareness of like, what what doors am I not being open to? Would you have been like, oh yeah, sure, or would you have been more like, well, I'm trying to leave the store, so why would I take that? So yeah. in a sense. I'm, I'm, uh, this is more of just speculation on my part. It's just curious because had we not had that conversation and you've been made aware of like, what, what are you, what possibilities are you cutting off, cutting yourself off from? If we hadn't had that conversation, would you have been open to this possibility? So anyway, that, yeah. I digress. <laughs> I know it, but, it hurts my brain. I think about it all the time. I'm like, oh, I wonder what would have happened if we never like had that conversation. Yeah. And yeah. so I guess just like kind of throwing this out there for people watching and listening, like, Hey, this is what we help people with. Um, is like break down those barriers, like create more opportunity in your life, more possibility. Um, but I want to go, I want to go back to like this feeling of overwhelm for you and just kind of like poke again a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when you think about, so you went for the job interview, you have a second interview um and this other things you got to do when you think about doing like the second interview the job shouting that kind of thing like how does that feel for you does it feel light does it feel heavy how does it feel um you know it's interesting when I like had the first interview like afterwards I felt so calm like I just really felt like it was so bizarre because I was like trying to like elicit like the fear mongering. Like I was trying to, you know, talk to myself in my head and be like, well, what about this? And what about that? And like, are you sure you're ready to leave? And like, that, like all the like things. And I, it just, like, I couldn't even like make it manifest beyond like one word because my body was just like, no girl, like we're calm. Hmm. It's good. You're good. Um, so I thought that was like really strange. Like it was an eerie sense of calm. Like I was just so like level. And then, um, and then I still was just like, you know, reasonably like thinking about, okay, well, how am I going to like manage my life? Cause now I'm already like pretty busy and I only work part-time. So how am I going to do full-time and like manage everything? And then I talked to my friend and we kind of like, you know, sorted some things out in my brain. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, like, you know, there's things that you can do. You can hire other people. You can, you know, I can delegate some tasks in my life to other, to other people. Cause I'll be like making more money. So like, as I, as I should, so that I can put myself in the places that are growing me and helping clients and right. Creating more financial freedom for myself. And so then I like was feeling like really good about it. Then I got really excited about it. And I was like, yeah. And I was just so pumped to like not be doing the tasks that I'm doing because they don't mean much to me mm-hmm. lately. And um, so then I got really excited. I was like, yeah. But then they called me for the, so I didn't know that there was a second interview. So I think that kind of like shook me because like I didn't, I wasn't expecting it because she never mentioned it. She just was like, oh, okay, you're going to do like a job shadow. And I was like, okay, cool. And then after that, then like, we'll get you like doing training. And then she called me yesterday and said, oh, actually like we do do two interviews. And the way that she made it seem was like, they always do that. It just, they didn't have someone available this week. So it would have been next week anyways, mm-hmm. but it just kind of like threw me off. Cause then I was like, oh no, like, what if, like, what if this doesn't like, 
fall like what if this falls through and then all of like my excitement to like leave is just for nothing kind of thing well how does how does how does like the thought of going for a second interview sit with you it feels good like I feel like I interview well like I'm interviews don't normally like I don't get bugged out by interviews I just kind of time and like be myself and I don't know I'm good at interviews people like me right yeah yeah so it's (laughs) it's not that part that's like it's just this like okay well in my brain I was like okay well it's done and like I have the job and like life's gonna change mm-hmm. when I kind of like mentally was like preparing myself for that and then now there's like this like little hurdle that like I have to get approved by like somebody else and then I have to do the sh- job shadow and then like maybe I'll get the offer right so it's just like a little bit there's an expectation yeah but then Which my brain is... was like, what if, what if, like, what if I don't get the job? And all that this was, was to just make me imagine my life not at the store because I was, I was so kind of like attached to the store. It's very hard to walk away. And my friend had a really good way of saying it. She said, like, when you get a discount at a store and you're like, you know, you like the people you work with and, you know, like things, things are overall like good and like whatever um you get lots you know you go to lots of dinner trainings you get lots of free products um but you're like ready to move up in your life she calls it someone said to her it's like the velvet handcuffs and I was like yeah it is like the velvet handcuffs like keeping you like there so with this like new thing and I was like imagining my life without it it's like like those velvet handcuffs just like melted away and I was like yeah okay like I can like imagine my life now and maybe, maybe that's all this job was like for was to get me thinking in that way of like, what else is possible if I'm, if I'm like out of it and like, maybe it's not, I don't know, like if they offer me the job, I'll probably take it. But if they didn't, I feel like that if it doesn't be my job, then I feel like it really was just to open my eyes to like, see the excitement beyond where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I just want to like touch on for a second, like this is, this is something that we've talked about for a few episodes now, but in the one, one of the core statements of what we, of, of the tools that we use to help people is all the judgments, conclusions, expectations, projections, points of views, separations, that I have about XYZ. So in this case, my work and what yeah. that should look like and mm-hmm. where that should be. Yeah. I destroyed and created it all now. Because that it's like that. you said, that that um going to that first interview, you did in that in your in your mind, you were like, yeah, it's done. That was that, that was the expectation in your mind. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what if you just didn't have any expectation? You were just like, you know what? My life's fucking dope as fuck as it is now. So yes. if I get it, sweet. And if I don't, fucking sweet too, because I got shit going on. Yeah, that's where really I'm like trying to like nurture myself into the into that place of like, hey, just like relax. Like, yo, like everything's gonna work out the way like it's gonna work out. But there's yeah the overwhelm starts to come up of like this like type a personality part of me that's like well I want to like plan it and I want to get my workout classes and I want to like know my schedule and I want to like give my two weeks notice and like I want to like just want to get her done you know because it's like it's like that although that task is kind of like weighing on me but yet it's like not even happened so I'm trying really hard to just like you know just like be here be now focus on the things that are in your reality like right now And like, that's going to be like, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's a pretty like common thing. I feel like is like, if just for a lot of people, they want to plan, they want to know what's going on. And it's, it's when you start living in this, in this way that we've been like talking about of just like following your intuition, once you start letting go of that, (laughs) it becomes a lot easier because then you're not being like, well, I have to do this. And I 
have this other thing I have to do. And yeah, if you just let it drop away, be like, okay, hey, well, that's, that's not on the intuitive path right now. But anyway, um, I had something else that I was going to say, but now, <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted to tell you about this, um, this, this phrase that I heard recently for a job interview to basically make yourself be a super boss. Um, and that is when you have an interview ending it with, especially when they say, do you have any questions saying, yes, do you have, or what, what apprehensions do you have as a company, um, to, I'm probably phrasing it wrong, but I'm sure you could look it up. Basically saying like, what apprehensions do you guys have to hiring me or knowing that I can do the job? And that puts you in the driver's seat in that moment, because then they basically are put on the spot of like, to tell you why they would or wouldn't hire you. So they'll basically tell you right there, like, yeah, you're fucking qualified. We would totally hire you. Or like, no, there's this and that, that is concerning. And then you have a chance to, to show why that's not true. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Maybe look up the exact like words because um, yeah. the lady that I, that I heard it from said it just fucking beautifully. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, so I have a kind of like an inside scoop on like this job just because of the person who like told me about it. Um, and so I feel like like their whole like second interview thing is like is a standard like process because they always go through like their like mother company mm-hmm. like they always like check in like hey mom is this okay kind of thing like you know and I'm like yeah. okay so like that's not that's just like something standard that they do not because like I did something weird in the interview because I mm-hmm. felt like it felt like really good in the interview because she got like excited and wanted me to like She's like, I know it's a lot for you, but like, even if you can come in for like one or two shifts, like before you like officially start to like start training. So, right. so like you don't talk with people about like starting training if you don't like want to hire them. Yeah. So. Typically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So, well, that's, yeah, yeah, that's good. So yeah. Then the overwhelm piece is like, I don't know. Juggling life. Yeah, part of me is like, is that like the right decision? Or do I just like hone in and get like 20 people for my program? I don't know. Like, because how, if if I get this job, how am I going to like, so for the next two months, my enrollment is opening for the pain Wait, program. finish that thought. How am I going to? Um, well, okay, I am finishing in the thought. Okay, so my pain program is like been opening in like July and it's July to August and the program starts in September. So how am I going to do the things that I wanted to do to get people to enroll by, you know, booking like live seminars and talking about like pain and emotions and doing, um, you know, Instagram lives? Like, how am I going to like. So wait, the real the real question is, how am I going to enroll 20 people? Yeah. Like that how is am I simple question? Yeah. So let's not overcomplicate it because you're bringing in all those other components which is actually cutting you off from possibility. Right, Just saying, yeah. if I do these seminars, if I do this and I do that, blah, 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 blah. wait. Well, let's go back to the basis. How am I going to yeah. enroll 20 people? What well, else is possible? What's possible for how I can enroll 20 people? What if there was one thing that I could do maybe in one day or one evening that enrolled 20 people. How much time would that free up for me? Yeah. My brain's <laughs> like, I don't know what that would be. <laughs> but but just yeah. by continuing to ask yourself, how am I going to enroll 20 people? How am I going to enroll 20 people? If I had no judgments about this, if I had no judgments, no conclusions, no points of views, how would I enroll 20 people by this day? Yeah. Actually, if I get the job, it's only going to be 10 people or less because there's no way I can do 20 people plus. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to work like 65 hours a week. It's not going to work. 
not doable for me. Well, that's a good start. So, At least you have yeah, a chance like, to get testimonials and whatnot. Yeah, probably like seven or eight people. So they, oh, look, I, now, now like your number is getting lower. <laughs> so now your question is maybe even a lighter, like, how am I going to get eight people? How am I going to get eight people? If I had no judgments about this, if I had no conclusions, expectations, anything about this, how would I get eight people? Yeah. Maybe I don't need to like go in person. Like maybe I just need to like have my paid ad and have calls maybe. with people. Yeah. That just runs when I'm not, you know, it's a webinar that just like runs and then they book a call with me. Yeah. Who knows? It could literally be anything. It could be a tiny little yeah. ad in a newspaper. Like <laughs> then you know what? It's like really hard to even like plan like that piece because it's like, am I getting the job? Am I not getting the job? It's like June 21st, like kind of have to like have what that ready for July so that people like I have to have my availability for the calls to happen you know so that I when I launch that on the first then I am like hey I can like have calls in the evenings or mornings or probably be like the evenings because I know this I know their schedule I just don't know what my schedule would be like exactly what if you just told the job that be like hey I have this thing planned these are the dates. Can you work around it? Yeah. I mean, that's one option. The other option is just being like, hey, like if I hypothetically am going to have to work nine to five Monday to Friday at this job, what are the other times that I should book my pain program calls at? Maybe weekends, maybe evenings. Yeah. And if people... Like that want to join don't like that then they're not going to join and so you're just going to attract people who kind of come to those calls yeah like I think for the most part I would get off like at at five or just after five or whatever like I don't know like their processes so then I could do the evening there'd be one evening I'd have to work late and then I'd have to work like one Saturday every month so I feel like I could like work around that but even that that's a just a lot and I'm like I don't know. I'm also kind of conflicted because then then the second interview like came up and then I was like, well, maybe I'm just supposed to get excited about leaving and like I leave. Like, cause if I had, if I had 20 people sign up, which isn't a lot, but if I had 20 people sign up for in-person pain program, I wouldn't need either job. So I don't know. And I would only work like 20 hours a week. So uh what is like when you think about your pain program what is mm-hmm. the first thought of what is calling you to what you're supposed to do next What do you mean So It's like it it sounds to me like your pain program has all these different moving parts that need to get done and that and it's creating overwhelm. So it's like, what, when it comes to the whole project, what is your very first instinct thought that pops in your mind of what needs to be done? Um, like getting the, getting the pieces like together so that people can actually enroll. Like, the webinar and I have the sales page kind of, I made a really simple sales page because if they, if I saw someone in person, I would give them a particular link that would essentially just like, um, like that they would like put their email in and then they would like get a link from me by email to like book a call. Okay, right, so that we would like have how can you simplify that even more? Um, I don't know how. <laughs> well, so I want to get like, their email, right? Sure. Could you just, could they just text it to you? Sure. I, I'm I basically, I, could, I guess I could just like put it in. Basically my whole point is this task is, from what I'm understanding is, is overwhelming for you. So it's like, how do you, how can you simplify it even more right now for now, not forever so that you can just start the process. And could it be 
not saying it has to be, but could it be as simple as here's a card with my phone number on it? Call me. Yeah. No web page needed, no webinar needed. So yeah, the okay, so as I'm making like the the webinar. <laughs> Not saying that you need to never have it, just saying that for right now, because yeah. it is seeming to me that the all these tasks are so overwhelming to you. It's like, how can you simplify it for now? so that you can just start this thing. And once it's started, you'll have a, a lot more, uh, you know, disposable income to get help with it and, or maybe time to, to, to so put towards it. The thing is, is like, then where am I going to meet the people? Because I don't, I don't particularly want to get clients from the store. How were you originally going to get people to go to your website? Um, I was going to do like paid local ads for Instagram and Facebook with the, like with the webinar. Um, and then I was going to do like live, basically like the webinar, but live, like book some mm -hmm. local things and do them live. Because I just, it's, it's, I'm not going to get like into all the nitty gritty details, but I just, in my heart and for an alignment for me, I don't want to be getting the majority of my clients from the store. Mm -hmm. I'd like to get them like outside of the store. So you said there was another thing other than the ads that you were going to go to? Um, yeah, I was going to like do like in-person, um, like seminars basically. And then talk about like pain and like emotions and then like connect with people like one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. um right like that's like we're really connecting with them in person and then like sending them like the the information that they would like need to book right and she would still probably have a call with them because I need to really talk with them like for 30 minutes and really make sure they understand like how much like is required of them in the program because I yeah. don't want to work with people who are or like, oh, that's too much. Or like, you know, I don't, I'm not there for that right now. Okay. Can I give an outside perspective? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know that I shake your shit up all the time, but it's just okay. like, why not? Right. No, I'm okay. like, this is so what imagine. it feels like to be the client. Like, this is what I do to my clients. So <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So part of the part of the reason why I'm going to suggest what I'm suggesting is because I do have 10 plus years in online marketing. Ads is typically something that people go to after they're already making a lot of money doing like whatever they're on, whatever they're selling in the ad. You don't have any sales yet for this yet. Right. Yeah. So that might not be the, the smartest business decision decision as far as marketing goes, just because you could spend a shitload of money on ads and not actually make your money back. Whereas if you were to go to the seminar connect with people face to face, which gives you so much more rapport. It's free and literally just bring yourself a fucking notebook and, and be like, Hey, can, well, can I don't know if it's have free. a call? Well, what, well I mean, I would, I, have to like, I would have to like pay for the space. Well, I would charge people to come to it and just basically pay for the room. Oh, well, there you go. Self-liquidating offer. They call that. <laughs> yeah. But then so, I'm like, I don't, do I make, I don't want to like make it too cheap. Cause it's like, I don't want people who are like, oh, I can't afford like that program. So it's like, you know what I mean? Cause if it's like only like $10 to like, um, then am I just attracting a bunch of people who are like, oh, I can only afford like $10 or am I overthinking it? I don't know. Um, I think that's a little bit overthinking it because it's like a buyer is a buyer. So the person might not buy the seminar, I mean, might not buy the program from, from you right then and there, but they also might, depending on, on the amount of value you give them in the seminar. But the whole mm. point of that is if you get enough people in that room, you can say, Hey, uh, if you're interested in going deeper, I have a program. If you're in, you're like, you can sign up right now, but I, I have, I can talk to you a lot more about it. Um, if we have a call together and just book a call, like 
no need to send them anywhere. Just give them your fucking phone number and like book, like have a little calendar book with you and just be like, Hey, this is our date. I'll send you a text right now. So you have a reminder. Yeah. So the reason why I was going to send them the link first and like do that was because I was going to like, um, send them like my Google drive with all of like the, like information they needed to know and then like book the call. But then after I thought I was like, actually, I'm going to do that after. So I'll have the call with them and then I'll like send them that so that they can like reread over, like if they don't decide to do it like right then and there, then they can like read over the stuff and like see what the program like has and like the payment link. Yeah. So like something that we do at my company is we do take calls as well. But when someone books the call, we say, hey, go and check out these links of this information about what we do, what we sell, our FAQs, everything like that. So when you come to the call, you can actually ask appropriate questions and not waste each other's time. So could you just- That's even better. So yeah, so you could do something even similar and be like, pretend you're at this seminar, you- um, are like, Hey, anyone that's interested in this, you can sign up right here. Just put, put a fucking like sheet of like paper for people who want to sign up and like, you could like take their payment or whatever right there. Or if you want more information, let's book a call. Come, come up here. Well, I don't like, want to take their payment right then and there. Cause I don't want to, I really want to be careful about the clients that I choose for this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause I've just, <laughs> I've worked with a lot of like people and like, like one of the main questions to me is like, do you believe that you can actually like overcome this pain fully, completely like for good? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't believe that, I don't want to work with those people who are still kind of like in that space because that's a lot of extra work for me to like get that client to the point where they believe that they can like heal it. And then we got to like heal it. It's like, you already got to believe that it's possible. Yeah. And then we're going to like go to work because when you believe it's possible, I have this feeling that when you do these seminars, people are going to want to talk to you right there at the seminar. They're not going to want to wait to book a call with you. So I just want to throw that out there so that you don't have this expectation that like, I want everyone to book this call. How does that work though? Like if I'm in the room, I've only booked it for a certain amount of time and then like, chatting with people so people are just gonna like wait around to like chat with me like you know probably you think so yeah maybe I could have two options if you want to like talk to me now like line up basically (laughs) and if you want to like have a call if you like gotta go then like here's a sheet and sign your name your email we'll have a call yeah you can just judge you can just judge by like a raise of hands even be like um who's interested in, in this program? Raise your hand. Who wants to learn more about this program? Raise your hand. (laughs) Who's ready to just book a call with me so we can see if we're, if we'd be a good fit to work together. Yeah. And then right there on the spot, you're like kind of getting some, some feedback. And so you can just be like, okay, cool. I only have an hour left. I only have 10 minutes left in this room guys. So, um, you know, if, if so, if any of you want to talk to me right now, let's, let's meet out in the hallway <laughs> or whatever, you know, or, um, if you don't have time to, to stand around and wait, um, just drop your phone number on, on this sheet of paper right here, your name and your phone number, and, and I'll get in touch with you. Just like yeah. make it super simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Right. What if, um, what if I also, it's to keep it free. What if I, did like a what if I hmm, what if I did like a paid ad saying that I was going to do like free seminars but like outside like at Horlock Park or something yeah like free is probably going to attract a lot more people yeah um it'll it's it's just going to be more work for you to qualify them right so just like making sure that you deliver like a lot of value in your free seminar because then people will be like holy shit if this is her free stuff I wonder what her paid stuff is like right yeah um the different I I feel like from my perspective and my experience in 
all this whole realm is when people buy something, they're more likely to buy something again. When it's free, you attract more people, but it's just a little bit more work to like get them over that first hurdle. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. That makes sense. So both of them are good. Okay. Um, But I would just go with the one that is like feeling the lightest for you. And so again, probably that because like when I connect with people, like that's when the magic happens, you know? Yeah. This is honestly the, this is usually how a lot of um, high ticket coaches teach people to sell their high ticket programs is they start off by booking a call. And I don't know if you've seen this in the internet land before, but like usually when people have a high ticket program, it almost always goes to book a call with me. Right. It's like very rare that it's just like, here you go, sign up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was so also thought this guy said like you should well. have like a really like a really high ticket like offer, and then you're like, like your 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 pro, your offer your regular like the one that you're trying to sell, and then one that's like way more, like way more. Yeah. Like, way usually, more. yeah. Usually after you prove your your results, that's when you come up with like a high level program I was just reading a book actually from a guy named Russell Brunson who is the one who created this concept of sales funnels online right yeah. and what he said and it was funny that I just read that last night he's like I wanted to create this inner circle and I wanted to charge $25,000 per year for people to be in it and he's like but I had no results I had no testimonials to show people that I could actually help them. So he's like, I had this one guy who was just following me. And I was like, Hey, can I come and consult with your business for a day? And then, um, and I want to help you for free. And the guy's like, what's the catch? He's like, there's no catch. I just want to help you. And he's like, I spent about, he's like, I went there for flew to his business for a day to talk with his company, whatever. And then spent about another month, like in emails going back and forth. He's like, I helped them increase their sales by a million dollars that year. And, and then that funnel went on for the next three years to make $24 million. So he's like that one thing that I did for free to prove my concept. Now he charges like I don't even know what it is. It's something fucking crazy, like a hundred grand a year for people to be in his inner circle. Crazy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it just shows you the power of like, you know, if you are going to do something for free, make it super valuable, show people that you could actually help them. And then you can use that as, you know, proof for future. Yeah. Stuff. You know, I'd almost <laughs> have to do like live, like mini sessions. Like super mini. I don't know about that. Okay, yeah, just never. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm just gonna. But how do I get people to like come to the event? I think that's another stressor too. I'm like, how are they gonna like know about it? How are they gonna like come to it? Like, do I make an ad for the event? Do well, there's a few things that I could think of off the, off the top of my head. Is um, you could create, you could join like meetup groups in in the city or even create your own meetup group or just create a public event on Facebook and share it and just be like hey like share this with anyone that you think would be interested um just try to think of like where do people go when they're looking for things to do that relate to this where do they go it's like for me for example just recently I was like, okay, I want to find some local things that I can go to, to, you know, meet some people, like experience some new things. And I just went on Facebook and I just typed in Kamloops events (laughs) and like all these random ass events came up of all these different things all around the city. And that was free for me to do that. Yeah. So just trying to think of like, where are some other places that when I was in Vancouver, meetup 
uh, like the website meetup or the app or whatever is, is a lot more popular than it is here. So that's where I used to go to find things to do. I think like event, event bright too, is a place where people go for, to find events. Yeah. I mean, you can, if you just give yourself oh, enough time for people to find it. Right. So if you have, if it's going to be in like a month or something, then maybe it's a good time to post it. Excuse me. Yeah. See, now I feel all overwhelmed again. I'm like, do I need like more time to like, like get people if, if like, that's what I'm doing? Then? More time just means more exposure, right? Yeah. So it's like, but then do I like, I don't know, do you? October? Like, I don't know, like, I don't know. So I think this is where you need to like tap into that inner knowing. It's like, can you sit with it and just ask your higher self, where do I need to go or what do I need to do to attract people to me? Yeah. And I don't think it has to be as complicated as, as like, as you've been thinking which is yeah, what's causing super... the overwhelm because those things that you want that you've been thinking of doing those are amazing things to do that's what a lot of businesses do but usually after they have all this stuff already like going you know what I mean yeah <laughs> okay so yeah, for it also example just it hard too because it's like oh I don't know like I don't know what my schedule is gonna like be like so I like comes with that like how am I supposed to set this all up and have it ready by like September then because the way my program is set up too is like if you enroll from like July to August like within that month you get $500 off anything after that so it's like if I'm not like seeing like booking until then then you know, how's the word getting out? I think it's just something that you're going to have to sit with for a moment and just ask yourself, like, what feels like the right path for me? Or what am I not seeing? What am I not, what am, what am I not attracting into my perspective of how this can happen? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it, it's like, cause I, I'm like, and, and, and I hope that this is enlightening for other people listening, because what I'm trying to demonstrate here is, is you don't always have to know 10 steps ahead in like, especially in entrepreneurship, you usually only know one or two steps ahead. It's like you're walking in a fog and that's just like the name of the game really because things change so much. You have to be able to adapt. So it's like, okay, what is my very next step? Worry about the next step and then worry about the step after that once you've taken that first step. Because once we start worrying about all these other things down, 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 down the road, that's when overwhelm comes in and we go, how the fuck am I going to do all of this? When in reality, it could be as simple as being like, okay, step one, what is step one? I need to post a public Facebook event. Okay. Step two, I need to share this event. So do you get payments from there or like, um, well, if you're doing a free one, then well, no, don't know if I want to do the free one. So if I'm doing like the, like the paid one, then I'll have to find like a space to do that. Is that the, is that the most, is that the most easeful and simplest path? I don't know. Is it? (laughs) I'm like, I think it is, but you make me doubt myself that it's not. Well, that's something that you have to ask. That's something you need to sit with and ask yourself, right? Like, I can't answer that for you. Like Mm. my person, obviously my perspective and my experience is going to be totally different from yours. And what my truth is, is going to be different from your truth. 
So like for me personally, organizing big events like that is heavy. I don't, it doesn't feel good to me, but to just put on an event that says like, Hey, meet me in Horlack park at this date and this time, we're going to do this like fucking cool healing thing. I'm like, okay, sweet. I don't fucking have to do anything, but put out an event and show up. But some people like doing that other part of it. Some people like that. That feels good. So then I'm I would not say, going to make that. it like super huge. I was thinking like multiple like events of like 20 people. Like, yeah. And I don't maybe, know. I just want to like crawl in a hole and just. Maybe that's another thing to just be open to. It's like, okay, what, what space is possible for me for this? And maybe someone will call you up again and be like, hey, did you know that this space has, this library has a space for free? You just have to book it. I don't know, something. (laughs) Uh, Lots of things to think about. Be curious to hear from our listeners and anyone watching, like their experience with like overwhelm and like making changes in their life and like how that's like affecting them and like how they're working like through that yeah what are you overwhelmed with and if you weren't judging it if you weren't projecting on it if you didn't have expectations about it what would you choose to make that more easeful yeah and some people might say I'm just gonna crawl in a, crawl in a hole and hide but <laughs> Is that actually creating more ease for you or is it just going to create more anxiety because now you're like, well, now I feel fucking guilty and shamed because I didn't do the fucking thing and blah, blah, blah. Totally. Because I know from experience that quitting feels like fucking shit. It feels shittier than just being like, you know what, guys, this is not my path anymore. I'm going this way. Who wants to come with me? I feel like I'm usually pretty good at like recalibrating myself. Like I'm not one to give up. I'm like, Hey, solution, solution, solution. But this change has been like, this pivot has been like the, one of like the most overwhelming, um, changes. I would say like one of the most hardest to like pivot and find the solution because it's like in a totally different realm of what I've ever done before. And it's just a lot. Mm -hmm. What if your new store will allow you to have space for this event? What if your new store has some way to promote your thing to people? Just saying, like, there's so many possibilities. I thought about that, but then just like from my experience at this other place, I'm not sure if I want to work in a place where it's like, I actually work there and I don't want to have like, my clients there like I kind of want it to be separate just because I find like it can get complicated so why couldn't it still be separate why couldn't you use their resources and still be separate they don't have like a room like a big room right yeah so like healing connections here in Edmonton like if I worked there possibly because I do have a room that's like room where they like host workshops and events and stuff like that I guess like I guess all I'm saying is that maybe maybe what you're expecting it to look like doesn't have to be that way just like just as an example um I've worked in retail space where we've opened the store after hours usually for staff stuff but other people can sometimes come too and we just do the thing in the store and it's, it's all good. It's like, it's a little bit different because people aren't used to that kind of environment for stuff like that. But yeah. maybe that is the, maybe that is one of the possibilities of how do I find space with ease? You mean like, also not, not, at not, the, have to pay you mean not at the new space, but the current store I'm at, you mean? No, the new space. I don't know or, if there's like space for that. It's pretty like small in there. Like they have a pretty big like front desk and like it would be I, I guess weird. 
my point is, is my, my point is not that it has to be at the store or that it has to be this way. You need to do this. My point is that what else is possible? Like you, you, you brought, you brought this new opportunity into your life for a reason. What else is possible with them that you might be able to utilize And it might show up in a way that you're, you, you can't even see right now. For example, let's just think hypothetical. Not that this is going to happen or it has to happen, but hypothetical. Hey, manager, you know what? I love this place. I'm super excited to work for you guys. And I just want you to know, I'm also building this program on the side and I'm looking for ways to get about eight clients to do this with me. And so I just want you to know that because I do have another thing that I'm working on. These are the dates and I'm actively searching for clients. So I just want to let you know that so that you know that I have some, some other things on my mind and I, um, you know, I connect with clients everywhere and anywhere. Um, and I just don't want there to be any type of like conflict of interest. And they might say, Oh, that's amazing you know what? We actually have a list, an email list of local people looking for this exact thing. You want us to email them for you? You're like, holy shit, sweet. So not saying that, that that conversation needs to take place or that that will happen or anything like that. Just saying like, what possibilities could right. there be? Yeah. And like, like, it's a very interesting experience right now because like I'm like it's weird because like I'm the one who's like experiencing this and like putting like the limitations and like you know the judgments and conclusions and you know everything but I'm also like seeing it from this like place of like me as like the practitioner of like yeah like you gotta like work through that and like see what else like is possible that like anything like anything could happen I don't have to make it so like Mm -hmm. limited and so I hope the listeners are like, <laughs> like get it, like getting that, like opening like their mind. Cause it is hard sometimes like when you're in it, yeah, you really just want to be like, well, it's like this, or it has to be like this way. Or like, I got to do this, or it can't be that way. Or, you know, you have all these like things, but it's like, how much easier could it be if you just like let that all go and just kind of, exactly. Um, like we're willing to like receive like whatever like possibility like there is actually out there because it could be Mm -hmm. anything and it's scary sometimes too because when you don't know how that's going to show up but maybe it's coming down to the wire that is fucking scary and I totally get it it's like right now a lot of unknowns right now yeah like in my life right now my partner and I are juggling finances and I was like you know what we're we're just, we're going to live the way that we want to live. And I don't know how it's going to happen, but somehow we're just, we're going to have the money that we need to do all these things. And I just tried to stay in that energy and be open to receiving. And then what happened? Boom. I received a random amount of money from just something that I promoted on the internet a long time ago. That was fucking sweet. And then an, an old client emailed me and says, Hey, I need some, I need some work done. Can you help me? So I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Things are coming in. Like I am not actively promoting those two things. They just came to me. So yeah. just having that energy of like, I can receive, I will receive, I have everything that I need and just be open to those opportunities because I could have easily just said to that client, sorry, I don't do that work anymore. But no, I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah, let's do it. (laughs) I like it. So anyway, I feel like this has been another kind of eye-opening experience of like how to follow your inner knowing, but it's a little bit different in the sense of how can you be open to possibilities? Yeah. How can you stop judging and putting expectations on something and projecting your points of views on things which is actually cutting you off and limiting your possibilities yeah totally 
And yeah, I, like, use, I, I have this feeling that like something is just going to pop up for you again. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? This like random ass opportunity happened. Like, who knows? Maybe it's like yeah, some, local, so some local fucking yogi who like needs someone at their event to like talk about some other type of healing and you fucking go and it's like you don't have to organize anything but you talk to all these people <laughs> uh, yeah because honestly yeah truthfully like anything is possible that's the truth so um I have been putting a lot of like judgments and conclusions and expectations on on this like a lot and it does, it feels really, feels really heavy and I, and I don't like it. And then when I, when that opportunity came to me, like after that last, um, like our last like episodes, yeah, it just felt so much lighter. It's like, oh, like anything like is possible. Like, and you didn't, I didn't even have to like do anything. Um, yeah. yeah. But and like, there is like that piece of your brain that's like freaking out a little bit. It's like, oh my God, like, control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like how's it all gonna it, right? how's it all gonna like work out and like yeah I but think I do this is like hard a- too and I, I um especially as someone who's like for for the last 10 years like followed all these marketing people and thought okay they're successful doing it this way I need to do it that way and just now getting to the point realizing I don't have to do it the exact fucking same way that everyone else does it you know, maybe Bob made a great following on YouTube and that's how he does it. Maybe Jane used TikTok and that's how she does it. But Gary over there just went to his local home hardware and got a thousand followers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, just saying that like, there are obviously certain techniques that have worked time and time again. But that's not to say that those always have to be used in that exact way all the time. Should I just like hang out with like business cards? Like, should I just like hang out outside of like physio and chiropractic buildings? Fuck yeah. Just walk around the mall. Like, fuck, go to West Edmonton Mall on a weekend where there's like a shitload of people walking around and be like, hey, how are you doing in life? You know what? Got some pain? Here's my card. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if that works for my personality type. But... <laughs> it just like makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I just like go up to people like that. I'd have to have like, I don't know, alcohol or CBD gummies or something. The possibilities are endless. Yeah, they are. Yep. I mean, I mean gonna, what like, other events are happening on that? Yeah. 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 I mean, definitely meditate on it and just like, you know, maybe you play off of other people's events. Go check out what are the other events happening? Is there anything somewhat related? Like I have to, I want to think too, like, where are, where are people who are, um, who are like, where are the people who are like in chronic pain? Like, where are they at? Yeah. You know, it's like, I want to talk to like those people. So maybe somebody is already holding a seminar for this in the city maybe you could reach out to them and be like, hey, do you want someone to come and speak about the emotional component of this at your seminar? I'm your gal. Yeah. Like, who knows? Anything could happen. I guess, like, you know, in your brain, you just feel like you have to, like, seek it out. Like, you have to make it happen. Like, you have to find that person or find, like, the you know, you have to like find it. And that's where my brain is at. It's like, oh, I have to like find the space. I have to, like, I have to go out of my way to like, to -hmm. have that. And that comes back to what we've said so many times. If you find yourself saying I have to, or I should do, that's a, that's a judgment. Mm -hmm. And that could be cutting you off from the possibility of Maybe you're just sitting watching Netflix one day and you have this urge to just go and look up something and then you find, oh, there's this thing happening. Oh, this person needs a, someone that, that is similar to me. Well, like, you know, it, it, it could happen in so many different ways. It's just 
staying in the energy of like how and like how can this happen and what else is possible to make this happen and what can I receive yeah how can I be open to receive it yeah that's a good one how can I be open to receive it I like that one a lot well, I'm really excited to see what perspires in the next week because I feel like after we have these, you come to me like a week later and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and this is kind of like a good demonstration for people too of like, this is kind of what it's like, like when you come um, like for sessions and you you like work things out and you have awarenesses and you kind of like get cut off from your like judgments and conclusions, right? And your limitations um, by us like leading you through that. Um, like this like the experiences that like might pop up on our next like episodes, like that is just showing you like of what else actually is possible. Like I'm going to come to you like next week or the week after and say like, this is what was possible. Like this is what happened. So that's like exciting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. um, Just so, so folks know who haven't had a sit session before, we don't necessarily go this deep into the conversation, (laughs) but this was mainly because I wasn't using a lot of statements on person. I was just like, I was just digging into her psyche (laughs) and just kind of getting herself aware, which is another way to, to do this type of type of healing is just become aware of it. But anyway, sick goes, you know, goes into that without you having to put so much fucking mental effort into it. (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah anyway I really enjoyed this conversation today yeah me too but I feel like we need to um say goodbye to the folks for today and continue on the next episode okay bye guys well thanks everyone for listening we did not introduce ourselves today but you've been listening to yin and yang healing exploring beyond the physical with Kirsten and Derek